0: We're going to be speaking about heat safety right now. We're going to first speak about wet bulb temperatures and tell athletes how they could conduct themselves in hot weather if they choose to if they're part of a team or something like that, professional ball players or a person f- feels a need or they they have to for health reasons something like that. And then we're going to discuss, after 10 minutes into this episode, we're going to discuss the tips that the National Weather Service and other organizations recommend. It's on the National Weather Service website and then we're going to define heat illness and say what to do there is some shocking material at the end uh, so i would encourage people to to listen to this we're going to be looking at wet bulb temperatures and we're going to be saying what to do based upon the wet bulb temperature so here's how it goes first of all the wet bulb temperature now calls it wbgt Wet bulb globe temperature. I'll just read you the official definition from the National Weather Service word for word. The wet bulb globe temperature is a measure of the heat stress in direct sunlight, which takes into account temperature, humidity, wind speed, sun angle, and cloud cover. Those five things. This differs from the heat index, which takes into consideration temperature and humidity and is calculated for shady areas. If you work or exercise in direct sunlight, this is a good element to monitor. It's called wet bulb temperature. Military agencies, the OSHA, and many nations use the wet bulb global temperature as a guide to managing workload in direct sunlight. Okay, so now we have five categories. So the first category is when temperatures, wet bulb temperatures are under 80. There's nothing to say about that. Okay, cat. next category. When wet bulb temperatures are 80 to 85. 80 to 85 wet bulb temperatures is hot. Okay, we'll give some examples maybe later on. It says, working or exercising in direct sunlight will stress your body after 45 minutes. Therefore, take at least 15 minutes of breaks each hour if working or exercising in direct sunlight when the wet bulb temperatures are 80 to 85. It says if wet bulb globe temperatures are between 85 and 80, this is what you would wanna do. It says working or exercising in direct sunlight will stress your body after 30 minutes. Take at least 30 minutes of breaks each hour if working or exercising in direct sunlight. So an hour is 60 minutes, so half the time you're gonna be at break. That's what it's recommending to do. If you're in an area where the wet bulb temperature is between 88 and 90, so working or exercising in direct sunlight will stress your body after 20 minutes. Take at least 40 minutes of breaks each hour if working or exercising in direct sunlight. And the final category is something that you might find in the Persian Gulf. Working or exercising in direct sunlight will stress your body after 15 minutes. Take at least a 45-minute break each hour if working or exercising in direct sunlight. Okay, now let's go to where the heat wave is occurring. And we see these phenomenal wet bulb temperatures in the 80s. What we have here, we have these excessive heat warnings and heat advisories, which tell people, ordinary people, how to conduct themselves. The question is, what about athletes? Is there anything different for athletes? And the answer is that there is. When, in regards to athletes, we're going to go by wet bulb globe temperatures, and you're going to see something fascinating here. Oh, my gosh. Maybe you won't. Okay. We, we have wet bulb temperatures as high as 94 right now. When you go into San Antonio, upper 80s to low 90s, you go into southern Texas, it's all in the low to mid 90s. Dallas, it's 85. Baton Rouge, it's 90. So Chicago has a wet bulb temperature according to this right now of 75. St. Louis, 75. Phoenix, Arizona, 82. Dallas looks like it's 84, but parts of the area are at 86. Baton Rouge, 90. And a lot of the Corpus Christi area, to Brownsville, it's between 90 and 94. The question is, how do we conduct ourselves in that? So the threat level. So Anything which is 90 or higher. So this is interesting. If it's less than 80, it says unlimited activity with primary cautions for new or unconditioned athletes or extreme exertion. Schedule mandatory rest or water breaks, five-minute water or rest break every 30 minutes. So that's what to do, let's say, if you're exercising in Chicago today or in Phoenix, uh, well, Phoenix is already at 82, so, or St. Louis right now, currently. Right now, you're jogging five minutes of water, a rest break every 30 minutes, but unlimited activity, but primary cautions for newer, unconditioned athletes or extreme exertion. Okay. Now, once you get into the 80 to 84, which right now, Phoenix is at 82. So it says, normal practice for athletes. Closely monitor new or unconditioned athletes and all athletes during extreme exertion. Schedule mandatory rest breaks, five minutes of water, or rest break every 25 minutes. That's what you would do if you were in Phoenix, Arizona right now. And also, if you're pretty anywhere in North Carolina, really. Right now, in North Carolina, the, you know, ranges from 79 to 84 so pretty much, if you're in North Carolina right now, that's what uh, would be happening. I see the two-hour forecast that pretty much stays the same. Four-hour forecast and it goes up to 86. So we actually do have a spot in North Carolina that it will be hitting 86 today. Okay, so Dallas, Texas, is right now might be 84, but it's headed into the upper 80s uh, for global. Uh, for the wet bulb temperature and some of the area is already at 86 so this would apply for Dallas new or unconditioned athletes should have reduced intensity practice and modifications in clothing that's if you're a new or an unconditioned athlete well-conditioned athletes should have more frequent rest breaks and hydration as well as cautious monitoring for symptoms of heat illness Schedule frequent mandatory rest or water breaks. Five minutes for every 20 minutes. So if you're in Dallas today, I'm going to assume that the peak wet bulb temperatures will be between 85 and 88 degrees, or 85 to 87.9. And if that is true, so if you're a well-conditioned athlete... So continue things as usual. Just have more frequent wet rest breaks and hydration as well. And the National Weather Service in Dallas tells us drink water even if you're not thirsty. As well as cautious monitoring for symptoms of heat illness. We'll discuss what heat illness is in a second. Schedule frequent mandatory rest water breaks five minutes for every 20 minutes. Have cold or ice immersion pool on site for practice. Wow. Wow. Okay, that's <laughs> have a cold pool on site for practice. If you have 88 to 89 degrees, all athletes must be under constant observation and supervision. Remove pads and equipment. Schedule frequent mandatory rest to water breaks, five minutes every 15 minutes. Have cold or ice immersion pool on site for practice. Now, if it's 90 or higher, if the wet bulb temperature is 90 or higher, it says suspend practice. Must include mandatory breaks as directed by game day administration during contest. This is the guideline courtesy of the North Carolina High School Athletic Association. Now I'm reading it almost as if it's something official because it's on a government site, the National Weather Service. But really it's not enough. it doesn't sound like it's official. According to this, we have one, two, three, four, we have six categories in each region. So Chicago is in region two, Minneapolis is in region one, and St. Louis is in region three, along with the rest of, along with Phoenix, Brownsville, all the really hot cities are in Region 3. So for Region 3, that's what we're going to focus on because that's where the heat is today. So any wet bulb temperature less than 78 is not even an issue at all. Okay. Or it says low threat. It's in the green. If the wet bulb temperature is between 78.3 to 82, which in Phoenix, Arizona, it's at 82 right now, so you have an elevated threat. It's in the yellow. If it's between 82 and 86, that's what it is in Dallas right now, you're at a moderate threat. It's in the orange. If you're at an 86 to 90, which is a lot of Texas, but a lot of Texas is even higher than 90, 86 to 90, you're in the red, and that's high threat. And then above 90, you're in the extreme threat. So a lot of Texas is in the above 90. So it looks like, I would imagine any place which is 90 or higher, I guess activities would just be canceled, even for athletes. Until you get to 90, though, it seems like there is a way to do it. Five-minute water break every 15 minutes. It's one way to do it. These are the following tips that the National Weather Service tells us in regards to uh, staying safe in extreme heat. Number one, hydrate. It actually is the Rajay It's an acronym of heat, H-E-A-T. H stands for hydrate. Whether you feel thirsty or not, drink plenty of water to avoid becoming dehydrated, especially when you're working or exercising outside. Number two, educate, E Educate yourself. Keep up with the latest temperature and heat index forecast and current readings. Take action to stay cool and safe when the temperature hits 85 degrees or the heat index hits 90 degrees. Know the warning signs of the heat illness and how you can stay cool. We'll speak about heat illness in a second. The next one is act. A act quick. Act quickly when a heat illness is suspected. Seek medical attention immediately for any of these warning signs: cramping, rapid pulse, heavy sweating, hot red skin, dizziness, confusion, nausea, or vomiting. And T is take it easy. Anyone working or exercising outdoors should avoid overexertion, especially between the hours of 11 a.m. and 6 p.m. Take hourly breaks in the shade or in air conditioning. Know the signs of heat related illnesses and ways to respond. If you are sick and need medical attention, contact your healthcare provider for advice and shelter in place if you can. If you are experiencing a medical emergency, call 911. Get more detailed information about heat related illnesses from the CDC and the National Weather Service. In the following segment, we're going to discuss heat stroke and the various signs of heat stroke and other heat related illnesses. The signs, extremely high body temperature above 103, taken orally, red, hot, and dry skin with no sweat, rapid, strong pulse, dizziness, confusion, or unconsciousness. If you suspect heat stroke, call 911 or get the person to a hospital immediately. Cool down with whatever methods are available until medical help arrives. Do not give the person anything to drink. Heat cramps, the signs, muscle pains or spasms in the stomach, arms, or legs. Heat exhaustion, the signs. Heavy sweating, paleness, muscle cramps, tiredness, weakness, faster weak pulse, dizziness, headache, fainting, nausea, and vomiting. If you have signs of heat cramps or heat exhaustion, go to a cooler location and cool down by removing excess clothing and taking sips of sports drinks or water. Call your healthcare provider if symptoms get worse or last more than one hour. If you go to the CDC, okay, the CDC has stuff on heat stroke, heat exhaustion, heat cramps, sunburn and heat rash and we're not going to read through the whole thing but you can look at it yourself go to the cdc website cdc.gov and uh, search for heat natural disaster and severe weather warning signs and symptoms heat related illnesses are preventable learn the symptoms and what to do if you or a loved one shows signs of having a heat related illness remember to always wear sunscreen they say Wear sunscreen of SPF 15 or higher 30 minutes prior to going out. Continue to reapply it according to the package directions. Look for sunscreens that say broad spectrum or UVA, UVB protection on their labels. These products work work best. Do not leave children in cars. To remind yourself that a child is in the car, keep a stuffed animal in the car seat. When the child is buckled in, place the stuffed animal in the front with the driver. When leaving the car, check to be sure everyone is out of the car. Do not overlook any children who have fallen asleep in the car. Avoid hot and heavy meals. They add heat to your body. And stay hard- hydrated. Don't wait until you're thirsty to drink. If your doctor limits the amount you drink or has you on water pills, ask how much you should drink while the weather is hot. Stay away from very sugary or alcoholic drinks. These actually cause you to lose more body fluid. Also, avoid very cold drinks because they can cause stomach cramps. That's interesting. Avoid very cold drinks. Replace salt and minerals. Heavy sweating removes salt and minerals from the body that need to be replaced. A sports drink can replace the salt and minerals you lose in sweat. If you are on a low-salt diet, have diabetes, high blood pressure, or other chronic conditions, talk with your doctor before drinking a sports beverage or taking salt tablets. And keep your pets hydrated. Provide plenty of fresh water for your pets and leave the water in a shady area. Okay, we'll go through these heat stroke. If you have a high body temperature, 103 or higher, hot, red, dry, or damp skin, fast, strong pulse, headache, dizziness, nausea, confusion, or losing consciousness, that's heat stroke, heat exhaustion, heavy sweating, cold, pale, and clammy skin, fast, weak pulse, nausea, or vomiting, muscle cramps, tiredness, or weakness, dizziness, headache, or fainting. That's heat exhaustion. Heat cramps. Heavy sweating during intense exercise. Muscle pain or spasms. That's heat cramps. Sunburn. Painful red and warm skin or blisters on the skin. That's sunburn. And a heat rash is red clusters of small blisters that look like pimples on the skin, usually on the neck, chest, groin, or in elbow creases. If you do have a heat rash, this is what it says to do. Stay in a cool, dry place. Keep the rash dry. Use powder like baby powder to soothe the rash. If you have sunburn, it says stay out of the sun until your sunburn heals. Put cool clothes on sunburned areas or take a cool bath. Put moisturizing lotion on sunburned areas and do not break blisters. If you have heat cramps, it says stop physical activity and move to a cool place. Drink water or a sports drink. Wait for cramps to go away before you do any more physical activity. And get medical help right away if cramps last longer than an hour, you're on a low-sodium diet, or you have heart problems. If you have heat exhaustion, Move to a cool place. Loosen your clothing. Put cool, wet cloths on your body or take a cool bath. Sip water. Get medical help right away. If you are throwing up, your symptoms get worse. Your symptoms last longer than one hour. If you have heat stroke, call 911 right away. Heat stroke is a medical emergency. Move the person to a cooler place. Help lower the person's temperature with cool cloths or a cool bath. Do not give the person anything to drink. Do not give the person anything to drink. Wow, that's. that's interesting. Oh, then there's a test on it.